1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Yes, you're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN on a Friday, baby. October 21st. We've got plenty to get to. Memphis Grizzlies back in action tonight. They'll be down in Houston taking on the Rockets. What will John Morant do in game number two? Uh, Injury report. No Desmond Bain on it. That, to me, is news. Good to see. uh, After you saw Desmond Bain struggling a little bit physically in that first game, that's good news. 49ers make a splash. Woo, this one's going to make John Martin happy. Chris McCaffrey. Woo, they gave up a horde of draft picks to get him. But I don't think any first-rounders. I don't think any first-rounders. So McCaffrey and that Shanahan offense, ooh we Arizona Cardinals won a game, and there was some scoring last night in Thursday night football, finally. 42-34, they outlast the Andy Dalton-led Saints. John, did you see all of them pick sixes Dalton was throwing?
3: Yeah, I saw him. Of course I saw you want him.
2: to talk about the touchdowns he threw to his own team well, I, but it was the touchdowns he threw to the other team that cost them the game
3: John. well no i uh i you love Andy Dalton i don't i don't although that was uh only the third time in his career that he threw for 350 and four touchdowns I'd see see again you want to talk about the No, the mistakes that he made cost the Saints the game red right? red blew the game yeah but I, I it looked good for a minute on that first drive didn't it yes it did i was like all right this is going to be the time I think Andy Dalton moves to owen 12 on prime time
2: that man got that Kirk Cousins.
3: That is way, yeah. Kirk Cousins uh, like, on, Monday on Monday
2: night. night I think he's 0-12 or something like that. Yeah,
3: it's in the same ballpark. Similar. Very similar. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> miraculous cover, if you had New Orleans live there, which I did, uh, did not help me for the full game. But you know what? That's why you battle. You CTB, all right? CTB. You, you double down, you triple down so that your, your
2: evening is not a total loss. Have you schooled Brad, who we've got back? And welcome back, Brad Carson. Hey. hey welcome thanks. back. Thanks. Have you, have you schooled him on what CTB means? John Elvis had TCB. Yes. Taking care of business. Have yes. you schooled Brad on what our hours is CTB?
3: Well, I think for the last few years as as a as a world, as a globe, uh, we've had to CTB. What does CTB mean? It means continue to battle. Continue to battle. Okay. Continue hey, to battle. I, uh, it's,
2: it's sort of the motto I, we've adopted here on. Know, continue to battle. I'm sort of behind the scenes but now it's
3: out there. It's you know life is life is a grind. CTB. Right? What are you battling? I think we're all kind of battling the same things, right? We might be battling complacency. We might be battling... Um, you know perceived pillars of success yes. might be it's just battling life yeah you're just you're just competing right is really what that Rattled. means continue to battle continue to compete uh you know brace for and absorb the things that are thrown your way and try to be the best be above right be the best you rise. can. all right That's rise above. what it says. I mean, we, it's some adversity it's pretty good right yeah yeah you know, whatever absolutely. whatever life may throw at
2: you i think it can be applied to a, a bunch of different things in life
3: yes yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. CTB tigers going to be ctB and <laughs> they are definitely tigers gonna be yeah. ctb yeah. and a ctb and Versus Fritzy, yes, they are. They this that is the epitome of CTB right there, and they're on the <laughs> yeah. they're they're losing that one. They're losing that battle. Right? I think they're
4: going to beat Tulane. We'll get to it here. In oh the, uh, oh my goodness! Hey,
3: if you think that I like the positivity, to start can, the I'm going to bring some
4: it. sunshine in here.
3: You can get some juicy odds. Six and a that. half is what I
4: saw late, lately, but we I, got odds up here. I saw
2: seven. Yeah,
3: yeah. I was uh, I was considering. Uh, full liquidation. Oh, no, for this one maybe I'm wrong. Then I was at okay. full liquidation, like everything. Okay, like yeah. all my assets. were about to be liquidated. I have not made that choice yet. All right, we'll we'll have some I guidance
2: coming up. I hadn't figured out Memphis all season long. Yeah, no, they are the, the great quagmire. Exactly. Yeah,
3: but uh, this feels like it's only going to be one of two things. Yeah. They're either going to win outright or they're going to get they're going to be get beat down. That's kind of how it okay. feels to me. Or blow a lead. I mean, i have seen I, that yeah, twice.
2: I don't, Hennigan ain't getting beat down.
3: I don't, no. is is he, they're, I don't he think be they're in the game no, or no. you're going to blow a lead. No. no. I don't think they're losing and covering is my point. I heard. You. Right? Oh, okay. I think they're either winning outright or they're going to lose by double digits. That's just kind of how I feel about All the right. way that game All is right. going to go. Yeah. Well, we got numbers. All so right, yeah, we, so we have data. Yes. Uh, so anyway, uh, if you're out there ctb and CTB, keep doing it. Yeah, I mean, it's, right. it's whatever you're doing. Continue to battle. Battle. It's 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 what we do. In Compete. Life. It's what we do. We right.
2: we battle. We try to. You guys rise had up a up. couple
3: hard days while I was gone. It sounds like you're. Hold oh, no. on. This oh, has no, been no, no, something no. we'd adopted for Johnson. My As John goodness. Said, this
2: was through pandemic and everything else. Yes. We're just now bringing this to the, yeah. the light. To the, f- to the okay. light. Yeah, you know, you're, you're educating
3: me. C- CTB has been a motto. There is right. no doubt about it, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's not a bad thing. It's it's that's it's, a good thing, but All right, it's, it's what you you know tell yourself when you're in that thick of it, right? You know when you're having a tough time, yeah. whatever you're doing, battle C T B, uh, or if you're on the right track, you know don't slip, you know don't C T B, don't lose sight. Uh, so yeah, we're we're out here C T B, and no question about it. Uh, here's what we have coming up on the show today. Anthony Sane is going to join us at eleven twenty-five in studio. He is one half. <laughs> Of the grind half season podcast. Somebody <laughs> said half season. No, we have not
2: debuted yet. Yeah. It will not be the All Star break before we. I We just had to get our producer in place. It's coming. Folks. Th- things are coming into grind place. season's real. Grind I- season I'll is approaching. Yeah, we got the pictures now. Grind the season up. Pr- we, we, we get to
4: release the logo soon.
2: Very soon. Is Excellent. There a, is there an opening? You know, again. I'll start marketing well, as soon you, as I give you the, know this, the green light. So we're, we're talking about folks that are up at the, at the, the Odyssey bosses, baby. Yeah. So until we get the clearance from them, yes, we've got a we got yeah. I
4: can't up. be producing another
3: thing. So I, well, somebody right. else got, you got that. You got
2: too much to do, but I promise you this. John, we'll be will be will be airing before the All Star break. Oh, that's, that's for good. Yeah. Okay, well that is
3: a, a, a grind a lot season right now. Season. Sane will come in here and tell yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Anthony Sane's going to a grind half season. 11, <laughs> 25. <laughs> now you picked up. You're feeling on it, like huh?
2: the J- you should
4: have called it the Jaren Jackson podcast. He,
2: these guys. Oh, oh, here uh, we go. No, that's how one to get started. Sorry. Wh- which will debut first,
3: Jaren this season or the <laughs> podcast?
2: <laughs> I'm going to put Sane on y'all.
3: That's a good because Jaren season. I think the podcast <laughs> will hit the hit the uh, hit the streets before Jared this season. Yeah. Now I think, that we,
2: now we have a producer in place, that there we, you
3: go. I think grind season is minus two fifty. To premiere before Jaren this year. That's fair. Yeah, I think that's about where well, I would, I would put go. At. Minus six hundred. <laughs> wow, minus six hundred <laughs> before Jaren, okay. yes. Okay. Then. Okay. Minus uh, two thousand. So <laughs> I know you guys are on,
2: and I've seen
4: it.
3: Anthony uh, is <laughs> yeah. going to join us at eleven twenty-five. We'll talk to him I about knew the uh, matchup tonight he against the Rockets. Unfortunately, I won't be able to see it because I will be at a phoneless event at the Kevin Hart show. You have to like, uh, you have to put your your phone in like a in a case that they give you. At the when you walk in, is that true? And you have to lock it. That's probably good for you in any setting. I, I'm uncomfortable with it, but I'll do it because you know everybody else. We're going with five friends, so um, it's like de-weaponizing you, John. I feel like it's like, to ask people to do that in 2022 is kind of crazy, right? Like no, you, you have to lock your you have to lock your phone up, and to access your phone, you have to leave the uh, you have to leave well, the concourse, and you have to unlock it with the with the, uh with another contraption. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, so, if, wow. if, like, I don't know, like, in this day and age, you know what I'm yeah, saying? that's different. Like, you might have an emergency at the house, you know? I mean, it's like, it's just something to th- consider. It's just something to think about, right? Anyway, uh, they do take on the Rockets tonight, uh, which I do think will be an intriguing matchup, uh, even though, you know, you don't think much about the Rockets. I think they're a team that might
1: sneak Jaylen up on Jabbar. you. Jalen and
3: Jabbar. Yeah. Uh, young talent that don't know no better. Right, that's mm-hmm. kind of the Houston Rockets. So, uh, and they're well coached. Steven Silas is a good coach. They battle. They CTB. That's a CTB ass team if I ever seen one. Uh, so we'll talk to Anthony about all that at eleven twenty-five. Then at one twenty-five, Curtis Givens the third. We're getting back to our roots, baby. <laughs> nice. We're gonna do a little recruiting talk. Uh, with Curtis with Givens, third Cur- year. He's he's blowing up. He's a point guard from Memphis, but now is at Montverde Academy. In Florida, he is going to be back in town as part of this uh, event this weekend alongside Bronny James and some others, Ashton Hardaway, correct? Correct. So they'll be in town this weekend, and we'll talk to him about, you know, getting down to Montverde, uh, obviously his recruitment, who's involved, his explosion mm-hmm. in the recruiting rankings, right? So we'll get into all of that with Curtis Gibbons III uh, at 125. So that is the show today. We're looking forward to it. It's Freaky Friday. CTB. CTB. Let's get to the over/under, though. It's Jason and John's over/under. Over. 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 Under.
4: Under. Under. First, it is good to be back. And good thank to have you, guys you back. For schooling me on CTB. I thought it was CBD or something like you were using the uh, hemp juice. Or no, th- no, 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 uh, no. No.
2: I think Elvis had TCB. We got CTB. Very
4: good. Um, Let's start. I did see the Super boost while I was gone. The John Martin Super Boost. That's right. He they they brand around personalities, not the radio station. And he had a boost that hit. Did it not in game one?
3: Yeah, J M by J M. John Morant, John Martin uh, hit easily. Uh, congrats to everybody that was on it. John Morant scored thirty plus. That's a nice hit for you. Yeah, yeah. It was a nice hit for everybody involved.
4: Very nice. John Morant twenty eight and a half points versus Houston tonight.
3: Over under. Over under i think I was thinking about this yesterday if I was a, if I ran a sports book I would set John Morant's over under every game blindly at 34 and a half blindly like he he's not gonna hit that every time but he's going to be so close to that every game it feels no, like he's
2: no he's not gonna average 33
3: 34 fine 32 and game. a half 32 and a half is what I would set it at um because i I have a I have a pretty good idea especially with this roster um without Jaron, without Dylan uh, he's gonna score 30 points. There's just no way around it, you know. And I think the bigger question with the Grizzlies is, is it just gonna be the John Morant show? And when he's not, you know, going off for you know 12 points in a quarter, are they gonna struggle? That's what happened in the third quarter. Jai deferred, and the team around him wasn't good enough. And well, it that's... makes
2: some sense when you got two starters down, and you're dependent on for sure. Guys for
3: sure. Um, but Jai's got to be amazing. Like he's got to be at his top, tip-top level. Um, you know, in these stretches without Dylan Brooks and these stretches without um, uh, Jaren Jackson Jr. and again the the question, you know, the De- Desmond Bain's health being a question mark right now. Um, yeah, this is going to be over easily. The Houston Rockets are not a good defensive team. They're young. They're really they're really good offensively, but you can score on them. And so, Ja will. I, I like an alternative. I think he ja John can go for forty. I really do. I think Ja can go for forty against the Rockets. Well, I hope you're right. So over, without a, without a shadow of a doubt. I don't know why it's down from twenty nine and a half, which is what it was going into the Knicks game.
2: Mm-hmm. After he scored 34. Well, probably because it's the first night of a back-to-back. You got Dallas the next night. Yeah. And in some ways, you cannot ask Ja to go out there, hey, play 35, 38, when he's got another one the next night. He just gave you everything he had. Talked about how exhausted he was after game one. Yeah. So I, uh, this is the way I see it. No hate. Go under here hopefully Memphis handles this young, takes it seriously enough. Like you said, Houston don't know no better. They're young. They're going to come at you. But hopefully you handle them early enough, you can go easy on Ja. You know whether it's 26, 27, whatever it is, that you can come in a little under here, hoping to again preserve him for the next night. You got a big one the next night down in Dallas, so that's I'm I'm going to go under here, hoping that the Grizzlies take care of business early, and you are able to sit him down, rest him, thinking too of the back-to-back you've got. Mm -hmm. Listen, guys are going to have to step up. You make the point, And, and it's good logic. Jha's going to score because he has to. This is a shorthanded roster. But hopefully you can handle him enough early, right, get some guys in there in the rotation that give you something. Hopefully Santi, those guys. Desmond Bain hopefully better than he was game one. I'm going to go under here hoping that it's a good thing for the Grizzlies because then you got him again – relatively I mean as fresh as you can be. That first night was tough on him. He had to do it on both ends. Overtime game. But you're thinking about two Saturday nights. So I'm gonna go under here again, hoping that the Grizzlies handle business early and Ja doesn't have to go Hard for four quarters. I did That's see That's my logic. The end of the game, it
4: was a hell of an opener, y'all. That and New York was pissed. They did not like the Knicks losing that game. No,
2: Knicks wanted that one. They really wanted I mean, wanted you can tell, that I mean one. when and no matter what you think about the Knicks or what they'll be this season, those are you know, Julius Randle, all star guy going at Santee like in and as shorthanded as you were, much of your defense gone with Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson. Uh I think just getting the win. Yeah. Just the in dump. an atmosphere like that, and, and when Ja plays like that yeah. was absolutely huge. I had few discouraging Things uh, in terms of things coming out of that game.
4: Hey, well, final thing on the Grizzlies here. Do you guys think we'll keep seeing this co- sort of a Santi Aldama show? That was I thought that was a great performance outside of the uh, the laps there at the end, but uh, a good performance from him. Do we so, get the over Santi or the
2: under Santi?
3: Oh, uh, well, under. He, he's not going to do that again. Correct. I mean, yeah, That's what <laughs> been okay. saying
2: for a couple of days. He won't do eighteen and eleven, but. He's certainly confident enough now, right. comfortable enough that you're expecting to hold it down until Jaron gets back.
4: Very good. To the Tigers in the football team playing in Tulane at what New Orleans. Uh, Memphis football plus seven at Tulane, over under.
2: <laughs> Big stress, John.
3: Margin of victory being seven, all right, as, as, uh, as, as Las Vegas has set six and a half, seven points. Mm-hmm. You know, look, Tulane's good. They're a good team. Memphis is not right now. Um, they're ranked, they're charged up. Um, and, and, as down as Memphis is, they still do represent uh the class of the AAC, right? And at least in these coaches' eyes, they know what Memphis is. They know what Memphis has been. So this is not a situation where you're coming in under the radar, two lanes, feeling themselves. They're gonna Memphis ain't getting overlooked. It ain't happening. Um I don't I don't think this is a good spot for Memphis. Um, you know, you're you're coming off of yet another demoralizing loss. I just don't feel like it sets up for a you know a a a jubilation um, you know miraculous turnaround. I think it could you know happen against some teams right on the road if they were playing. You know, could I see it against SMU? Could I see it against um, you know pick your random you know AAC team? I think this is just the worst case, maybe other than UCF, the worst case team you'd be seeing in this spot. I, I just I know everybody wants, like, wants to pick Memphis. I heard it earlier today, too. I-, I can't do it. I know better. Tulane's good. They have the number one pass defense in the country, or at least in the league, and it's one of the best in the country. They're going to make life really hard on Seth Hennigan. I really do. Uh, I think that. So, yeah, I-, I unfortunately, I hope I'm wrong, but I like Tulane in this spot. I do. <sighs> Tulane's good. Tulane is really good. This feels like,
2: to me, the stretch for Ryan Silverfield, these next three weeks because you got to buy before UCF. Right. Yep. Yeah. Like this is the stretch. You kind of need these. Each one of them. You'd like to get both of them. Gonna yeah. be tough. Very tough. Again, Tulane's good. So was UCF. Yeah. For the most part. Yep. Um, again, UCF do it with defense. <sighs> I gotta feel like he knows that. Yep. Because right, you see what's he sees what's out there. He knows. And again, you've got it. It goes back to to what we were saying earlier this year. Is I want to believe. You know, I, I want Sir to be the right guy because, you know, at the beginning, we, we thought, okay, good move, but you got to make us believe. And that's, and now it's, you know, it's the fans, but it's more importantly the players that are in there. Again, Seth Hennigan after this last one is saying, I don't know what it is, but we've just been unfortunate here in these close games. What you cannot do is have your players starting to waver in belief, right? That, that's why I feel like this. This three-week three stretch is so critical. you got to continue to have them bought in. If you lose them, right? it's not just momentum for the rest of the season. It feels like, all right, well, what does this speak to with next season? How does this thing end? Are you going to a bowl or not? And then do you continue it that way? So th- that would lead to, obviously, bigger questions. Um, that's a big speech, mm-hmm. you know, from what feels like should be a buildup to Memphis is going to get it done. And, and I'll tell you one thing I do like. Quintell Johnson's back. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: Yeah,
2: okay, he's gonna start. That's big, and it's Mm -hmm. not just what he can do from a football standpoint. It's having that guy who who you've seen him captain everything else. Having that leader back on the field helps. Gosh, I'm I'm gonna give me the give me the seven on this one. I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Memphis here because they've got to. And what I'm hoping is John, this team's battled all year long. Like uh, to start against some bad teams. But it battled even in blowing those leads, and particularly, obviously, against ECU. It's still battling, okay? It's still continuing to battle. Is it being led? You know, have there been some decisions in terms of what could have been done by Ryan Silverfield that may have cost it? Absolutely. Hopefully, they're still locked in. Give me, give me Memphis down here. I'm going to take Memphis in the seven.
3: Yeah, they're already, like, setting up tents. They started setting up tents outside of the... Uh, two-lane. Yeah. yeah, they're hype, I know. And to your point,
2: you make a good one. There's, there's no overlooking you. Yeah, right, they know what you've been.
3: Yeah, and they and they want to they want validate their ranking. They don't want to borrow their top twenty five ranking and lose it like the like the week after. You but know? you got to yeah. know
2: that sense of urgency over on that Memphis side as high as it's ever been. Yes. Right? I mean, if you were Silverfield, you're all up. It, I mean, th- this is it. You got to keep them in it. And if you lose them here yeah. next three weeks, that 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 could be your job. And so, to me, yeah. this is where you got to make the stand. I'm just hoping it's this one.
4: I, I, it's obviously not a must win per se in terms of your job because I think they're going to keep him regardless. This is one, and the use if you could give him back to back that really uh, takes a lot of pressure off. You know, and, and what do people most try to do? They try to remove pressure, like. They're busting their ass getting ready for this game, I imagine. Oh, was for a, sure. That was dude. A, the players
2: are still that. They're
4: still there. And like was he has there. not lost them. And yet. it was there. Both it's, games were there for you. Both games were there for you, man. That's why it stings so friggin' bad. But I hear what both of you are saying, and it is. It's anybody's guess depending on what you've seen in these last two games. Yeah, I
3: mean, I just think this is going to be the best passing defense that Memphis has seen. Yeah, that's not a good thing.
4: That second half against Mississippi State, though, and I realize there were a lot of uh, extenuating circumstances. They they did okay against one of the best passing offenses. In the country, I mean, I mean, it's just true. I watch the game, you know, so I, I hope, I hope Memphis wins. I really do, um, and I'm with you, Jason. I would take the freaking seven points. Well,
2: it needs to happen.
5: It, it, I, I,
2: again, I might be betting on what I hope happens more than anything else. John's probably the most logical one right now, but, but what I, what I, right. I know that this is a critical stretch. You lose the belief here, especially those players. It's going to be tough for you to.
3: You can't get blown out, and the other
4: thing is you can't get blown out. You just can't get blown out. You have to make this a competitive game.
3: Tulane is 17th in the country in total defense. Yep. Now they're good. I mean that's going to be I mean they they it's the best defense they've seen all season. It's better than Mississippi State's no, it defense. It's better than you know Houston's defense. I mean I just think they're going to throw some things at Seth Hennigan that he has not seen this season. Yeah. I'm
2: I'm banking on your boy. I'm banking on Seth. Okay. Um, he he nobody embodies more CTB than Seth Hennigan.
3: They have only given up 12 touchdowns. Uh excuse me, 13 touchdowns uh this season. like so, we made the other man. point you start losing belief Seth Hennigan stops believing. What is what happens this offseason? Bye-bye.
2: That's Bye-bye. why this is so important. Feels like such an important stretch for Ryan Simmons. It's a thin line, yep. To the SEC.
4: LSU taking on Ole Miss. LSU favorite in this game. The line minus two. LSU over under. Over under.
3: Yeah, this is a stanky line. And usually when I see lines like this, I I I go towards the stank. Uh you would think, Ole Miss, top ten you know, good quarterback, good running back, all that. You would think they would be coming in here uh, favored, right? I'm I'm shocked yeah. that they're not. A lot uh, of people are. Tennessee was was uh was was not ranked as highly as 7th when they came into Baton Rouge uh, on an afternoon and they were three-point favorites. Jeez. And uh, on this is a dog. Uh I think that tells you what people think. About the difference between Jackson Dart and Hidden Hooker is, right? Um, hmm. So, I'm gonna go towards the stank, and I'm gonna embrace it, and I'm gonna say LSU gets their top ten win at home. That's what this line is telling you. Wow, that's what this number is saying to you. Mm. Ole Miss is top ten in the country. LSU was unranked. So why is LSU why is LSU favored? Did Lane Kiffin stop coaching at Ole Miss? Ole Miss is coming in ranked higher than Tennessee. Few weeks ago, right? And Tennessee no, was. I like
2: your hooker yeah, Jackson that's a, that's Dart good. difference. Yeah. He
3: was favored. Tennessee was favored by three. Yeah. And they ended up know, rolling them,
2: right? But no, no one stopped Ole Miss's running game all season long. Correct. So you talk about best in the nation. Put them right up there with the
3: best. But something is a Third foot. best. Something is a foot with this number to me. Uh, I'm, mm. with yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Just because if it's a foot though, don't mean because 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 if, if I'd have told you, hey, Ole Miss is going to LSU, they're number seven in the country, LSU's unranked, you would say LSU's probably going to be played by a three and a half, four, right?
2: I would argue this. This makes it easier for Lane. Yes, makes it easier in terms yes. of what you're telling those those guys before you go out there. <laughs> what everything you just laid out is what Lane's telling them, mm-hmm. and it makes it easier in terms of having them together. On hey man, they're doubting you. Yeah. You rank. Look, look where you rank. Look where they got you. So I, I, I'm I'm just going to go opposite in here. Uh, and say Ole Miss takes kick. Give me Ole Miss in the points all day long. Ditto. Maybe maybe I'm falling for the trap that John Martin says is laid out
3: there. Y'all going for the cheese, man? I'm go- hey, I like cheese. You are a trap guy. You know I like, how these work. I like blue cheese, bro. Yeah. It just it just I doesn't. Like blue cheese. It just doesn't. It doesn't pass the smell test to me. This number it really doesn't. You Makes know, it easy for
2: Lane Kiffin, brother.
3: Ole oh, That's Miss all they've done
4: is the figure it out team. Is is my opinion. They're and I and I give credit to Lane. Like I watched that Vanderbilt game, I realize it's Vanderbilt and they suck. But like the first half, Ole Miss, it's all about Ole Miss. Like they just played terrible. And then in the second half they beat did what Ole Miss does, man. I actually think they're way better than Mississippi State. I think they're way better than LSU too. So give me Ole Miss, man. Minus two, sure. Why not? Uh, to the Bama Mississippi State game. Um, this is a this is a rough deal for Mississippi State. Special. We are screwed going to Tuscaloosa. Down. Uh, it's a three touchdown favorite for Alabama. Alabama coming off a loss. Mississippi State had a crap game against Kentucky. Going in at night on national TV, this looks like a butt whooping to me. What do you all think? Alabama, Mississippi State, Alabama minus 21 over under.
2: I'm just not going to go against Alabama here coming off a loss. And I like Mississippi State. I like Will Rogers. Um, you know, for the most part, they haven't let me down, say, for what, LSU. Yeah. You know, that game I thought they they should have won. Um, they didn't take care of business early and put them away early. They
4: played, well, they had the muffed punt, you know, that, mm-hmm. that was the
2: turn right there, that muffed punt play. Here's the thing, Bryce Jones back. I just think Nick Saban, Alabama, after a loss. Yeah, that's. I think tough. I'd be a fool to go against them here. Okay. Oh, while that number's big. I'm get, get, I'm gonna lay them. I agree. I'm gonna lay them. I can't. You, every chance you get, you go against Mississippi State. No, now. it's because it's I'm a realist, and I'm y'all not, are actually pretty decent. I'm not, decent this I'm not
4: year. a dumb fan. You know what I mean? Like I a lot of fans, they 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 always go with them their team blindly. That ain't me, bro. Like I'll tell you what I think. You know.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I. I think t- three touchdowns is a ton of points in you know in a, in a divisional game here. Um, and I saw something. I, I look. Uh, Alabama's gonna score points. I have no question about that. Bryce yeah. right, yeah. Young know. back. Um, but that defense ain't that good, man. No, you're
2: right about that. And that it is a what penalty just yeah
4: they're not disciplined. Alabama's is that it's bad. You, as, with the penalties they have a they're the worst in the country. Penalty is oh, crazy. Like. I yeah. mean,
3: I, I just feel like you know. Mississippi State is good enough to keep this within three scores. I agree with you. Right, they, I gotta, they are I, capable, but man,
4: Alabama's going to be pissed. I don't, I
3: don't think it's a win by any stretch of the imagination. Alabama's not losing this game, but could I see it being, you know, forty-one to twenty-four? Yes, mm-hmm. I could see that. I have to take three. T- I have to take three touchdowns. I think it's a, too it's, many points. It's a rule. It's a, it's just a rule. Yeah. Like I got I got to think. Yep. Will Will Rodgers is an experienced quarterback. They got some weapons on that offense. And I just don't think the Alabama defense is very good. I think they're down as as Alabama traditional defenses go. So as a rule, I just have to take twenty one. And I know it's a tough spot. I get it. Alabama's coming off a loss. They're going to win the game. I just I, even if it's they're, the worst spot for Mississippi Even State. if they're down by twenty seven, they're going to have a chance to backdoor it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they'll have like a meaningless touchdown. Yeah. You know. And I don't know. Alabama's defense is prone to giving up explosive plays. We saw that five different times last weekend. You so. know, the the problem for Mississippi
4: State was they caught people early, mid season, and early because they started running the ball. Like nobody saw that coming. They started mixing it up more. That's what got Arkansas. Arkansas thought, well, we're just going to stack. You know, or or we're gonna we're gonna back up. And they didn't. And now these teams like Kentucky, they they started stacking in, mixing it up, and. I think people know the playbook now at this point. So hopefully, I do hope Mississippi State plays well. I think they're capable, but they're going to get an L. It's a tough spot. Finally, uh, to the NFL real quick. Niners position in the NFC after the big trade last night. Christian McCaffrey, now a Niner. Um, Position in the NFC after that trade, two and a half, second and a half place.
2: Over, under. What do you think? Is that the right number? Are they second or third you're thinking in that? It should be one and a half. Is that the best team in the NFC now with Christian McCaffrey?
3: Well, I mean I think Eagles being 6 and 0 kind of takes first off Giants? the table. Giants.
2: We're we're kind of predicting and projecting Yeah. Data.
3: I mean you're you're already, you know, you're already 3 games back there. You're so kind I don't, of already I, don't behind. Th- I don't think the Eagles will give up that much
2: ground. Oh, no no no, I guess you're considering it as a seed. I was more considering it just are they the best team overall? No. Yeah, I was considering it yeah, as a see, seed. I yeah. see. Oh, yeah. I see what you're doing. Yeah. There. No, they won't catch them, John. Two I mean, it half. doesn't feel like you're absolutely right, but yeah, I think, question here in terms, okay. If you want to make it seeding and you're sticking it that okay. that way, we'll we'll roll that. That's probably easier to do.
3: Yeah, which I think I would take the uh, I would take the under. I think I think they do probably finish second. I mean, it's contingent on health, um, and and getting some guys back defensively that they need. Right, the Bosa brother, uh, some other guys, but yeah, I mean, this they just added, you know, one uh, healthy one of the most, if not the most dynamic running back in in the game. Um, who, who they're
2: not gonna have to depend on, like. Carolina did. Right,
3: you have Debo, no and levels. you have Ayuk, right. and you have Kittle. I mean, this is a he they don't he, have to
2: grind him the He's Carolina never
3: did. been in an offense that looks like this one. That looks this good. That right. and and by the way that like he, he's he he must be like he's in heaven right now because it's his it's that scheme where, you know, people can't just stack the box mm-hmm. and just focus on him. And and his production is not going to just come catching balls out of the backfield. He's going to be able to make meaningful plays, and they're going to have to focus on other guys too because you can get beat just as easily by Debo. You can get beat just as easily by Kittle. Hell, you can make some plays. I think he scored a couple times last week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think it's it definitely sets the 49ers up. I think they'll catch the Vikings. I think they'll catch the Giants. Uh, Cowboys will be interesting with Dak. I think it could be those two sort of, when it's all said and done, vying for second. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, uh, you know, I, I, I'll i believe the Bucks get it right when I see it. I think they will for the playoffs, but do I think they'll win enough games to finish second? Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, I think they will finish second in the NFC.
2: Yeah, I, I, I like that. Remember, you've already handled the Rams once, 24-9. to 9. Like, you've got that defense that's, Super Bowl caliber, you're adding another weapon to a Shanahan offense that you give him another in that thing, he's going to find a bunch of different ways to use him. I like the fact that you're not going to grind him like Carolina exactly. did. That's probably going to be good for his career, too. I think I, I I know a lot of people like, well, maybe San Francisco gave up too much here, you know, for running back that position, that we're, or the value in terms of that we place on that position here. I think it's good for him now, and I think it's probably good for him here in the next couple of years. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, the way they're going to use him scary. It so is scary. you put it with that defense, I li- I'm with you. I think they're at least the number 2 seed uh in the NFC. Maybe yeah. the best team. Yeah. By the time it's all said and done.
3: So there you go. Uh should be a uh should be a hell of a finish there to the season for uh for Christian McCaffrey. He is he is in heaven right now,
1: no doubt about it. All right, we'll come back with Anthony saying talking to him about the Grizz yep. matchup tonight with the Rockets and more Stick around, Jason and John. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,
0: Post your free job on slash recommend today. 929FM, yes. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports
4: Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Tops Barbecue Studios
0: rich on 929FM ESPN.
5: Rich off a mixtape, got rich off a mixtape. Probably shouldn't be driving. It just got so much harder. Can't even see it straight.
0: I can't even see it straight. Up.
2: And Sane is the Tribal Chief of Grizz Twitter. Joins us every Friday. Going to do it a little earlier today. Appreciate him for that. Independent sports journalist, content creator, founder of Asylum Media Group. Writes for Grizzly Bear Blues and co-host of the Grind Season podcast. Y'all know this. Which you will be able to get free on the Odyssey app here very soon. Very soon. Things are in place. Yeah,
5: we meeting, we putting stuff together, putting the crew together. He
2: joins us now. I'm, uh, we haven't talked publicly since the Grizzlies have played their opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in terms of things you came away from in that game, feeling good about, feeling bad about. There wasn't much to feel bad about, wasn't it? it wasn't it pretty encouraging? Nah.
5: All things considered, man, we were down three rotation guys. Um, somebody was saying something about uh, – I heard somebody saying something about, uh, well, I was kind of concerned about our bench play. I was like, man, our starters were the bench. Like, there was. There was exactly. You know what I mean? so They go uh, back. If, if you had guys like Jiddy and guys like Santi who had double doubles in their game. Um Jiddy knocked down big shots, got some crucial rebounds. Um Santy was just incredible, man. And shout out to uh, John brought out the nick- the nickname that I prefer for him, the Slim Spain. I I roll I rolled with it. I I, I endorse that. I mean, you might see it on a T shirt coming soon.
2: You uh, prefer that nickname name over
5: Anything else that's out there is trash that I've heard. Santi Claus terrible. Like why yeah. we why we call this man something to do with Christmas Right. year long? <laughs>
3: It's uh, that it it doesn't make a ounce of sense. I think you could do, you could maybe do something oh. creative with that,
5: that, that week, that day, the Christmas game, and that's it. I'm not, <laughs> calling a grown man Santa Claus for the entire season. I'm not doing a it. grown man. Yeah, like I'll yeah, Santa right. Claus should be reserved Spain, for no, I Santa Claus.
3: Yeah, there's only one Santa Claus. Yeah, you know what I'm I saying. I like
5: Slam Spain. I can get with it. Though. Yeah, old Cruz, that's the one I've been throwing out. You know, I, you know, either one of those I can get with. If you've seen sl- the movie, uh, whatever that movie is, Top Gun? No, no. The movie Adam Sandler, the basketball movie. With, oh, uh,
3: oh God! Yeah, yeah.
5: Right, that's Santi's game. But anyway, that's cool.
3: Yeah, now we're not is, doing is Santa Claus. It's though. paying it's, homage to Mark, right? Yeah, as a former Spaniard mm-hmm. who once had the, was the standard here, that Santi is you know striving for. I'm
5: usually against little boy nicknames, though. Like giving a man another man's, like a a, a, a little boy version of another man's nickname. Like I'm kind of against it, but in this yeah. case it's,
3: you kind of have to do. it. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I think that one could actually catch it. on for sure. Did you make that up, John? No, I don't. No, I okay. saw it somewhere. I'll be from out somewhere. saying you made it up. No, I. I am right. I, I, trying to figure. I want to give credit. I don't know who came Somebody up. Somebody on it first. Twitter uh, yeah. sent through
2: to me, and they said they weren't first on it.
3: No, I heard it in.
5: I heard it in a, it in a uh, Twitter space. One of the Grizzlies. Slim, Slim, yeah, Slim Spain is the one. Yeah, Slim Span is it, man.
2: I can you see that on on, Fante on shirts and everything else. Then there's yeah. the the the, obviously what John Morant
5: did. Oh yeah, John's in another place, man. And if you look at. Some of the, the the highlights he had, especially like that, that block he had, the seasonal block. Yep. Is wild, man. It's and we're I don't think people and this is where like there's been a lot of debate about are the Grizzlies gonna fall off this season. Have those conversations when you don't have a jump around on your team. When you got a jump around on your team, man, there's a certain level you're not gonna fall to. That guy is incredible. And people are like, well, John had to do everything. That's what superstars do. Like he's that level of player. He's good enough to play the Knicks who were fighting with everything they had to beat us, who were a much more physical team than we are. Mm. You know, a veteran coach, veteran players, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, tough physical guys on their team and still was able to just will us to a win. Um, but whoever was around him, you know, he had a surrounding cast of guys that, you know, you're already, you're already missing, Anthony Melton and Kyle Anderson, then you're out dealing without Jaron, without Zaire, and you still beat the Knicks. Um, he's He's incredible, man, and... I trust in him. <laughs> I trusted his organization. There's nothing in me that makes me think this season isn't gonna be incredible. Do,
2: how, do you how do you use him over the next two games since you got a back to back and you're short handed? You, you know, what I'm, I'm saying is, is, you know, so is he so young you just say, Hey man, go out there and win the game. Man, go you know play, man.
5: Go play. I don't I don't like resting guys. I'm not with that at all. So and he's
2: well, hopefully they take care of business to a yeah. point you ain't got them all used up. Yeah, this Houston so that team he can scares match me up a so little... bad, though, man. Houston... Uh, like he said, they don't know no better. Oh, they're going to fight you. They, they're going to fight you because they And so then young. there's,
5: like, a lot of stuff, like, we were talking about little bros. Like, these are Ja's guys. Like, a lot of these guys are, like, guys who, mm-hmm. Jalen who look and up these to dudes. Ja is that dude, and they're going to try to go at him. You know what I mean? So, so you got that. Then they beat us last year. See, that's why I don't like him going on with, you know. Hopefully you take care you know? of business. It's yeah. Houston.
3: And, you know, Houston nightlife is mm-hmm. something to think about yeah, as well. That is weird. I mean, that's a real thing, dude. Yeah. It's a real thing. I think in terms of this game tonight, I I, I watched the Atlanta, the full – because I, I bet mm-hmm. on the Rockets. Mm-hmm. And, like – that's that's how I would term it. They don't know any better. They're just gonna like they they have a bunch of buckets on All their right. team,
5: and they're not they're not tanking this year. Oh like, no no no! They're no. trying to be good.
3: This, yeah. Steven Silas is a good coach. Mm-hmm. I think I he's got Salas. he's got them playing well. Like Jalen Green's a bucket, Porter's a bucket, mm-hmm. Jabari Smith's a bucket. Their big Bruno Fernando is pretty good and then they mm-hmm. bring in Sengun off the bench. Right. Who is like one of the I think he was like third in the NBA in rookies last year in terms of free throws made very sneakily. Yeah. I mean, so they got a core there. Yeah. I mean, they're young. The Houston
5: team is good. They're, they're gonna be good. In they a few don't years. know
3: how to win yet. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like they, they're learning that. Right. But like would it shock me if this came down to like a final possession that the Grizzlies have to win? Not at all.
5: They're kinda like bizarro Grizzlies, because they, they they're super talented. They're not the smartest guys.
3: Yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah, like we've got a lot
5: of high basketball IQ guys on our team. Their yeah.
3: veteran is Eric Gordon, who is not right. good at all right. anymore. I don't know what I happened. I, like, he used to be a like, really good player, mm-hmm. and he's just not nah, now. No, he's washed. He's, sure. He is not. So I think this is a – but that's going to be the Grizzlies' season. I mean, there's a bunch of these kinds of teams out oh, yeah. there. You know what I'm We're saying? We're in 100 now, man. Yeah, and yeah. you got to maintain that mm-hmm. hunger just like a year ago, which right. is the challenge. Right, for sure. Can John be first-team All-NBA over Luca?
5: Can he be over Lucas? this season? If we're better than them, I think we will be. So every, we have a better because it
2: seems like everybody wants to give Luca MVP already. Oh, yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like
5: I think Dallas is going to be ass too. I don't think I don't think people like I, I think I'm in the minority in that, but I don't think that team is going to be good. Like that team had a pretty good lead on Phoenix, and I don't think Phoenix is going to be good. And Phoenix just kind of like took their game back from them. So I don't know about Dallas, man. I
3: feel like, like Phoenix had to win that game for their dignity. Yeah, I like, think the way they got embarrassed in Game Seven.
5: I think losing Brunson is a big, way bigger deal for Dallas than people want to say. Yeah. And I think that him going to New York is going to help them a lot. Because that, that Knicks team, people are like, oh, we barely beat the Knicks. Like, no, nah, I think the Knicks are going to be better than. I think the Knicks are a playoff team. Because who's
3: their number two? Is it uh, Dinwiddie? I don't
5: know. Yeah,
3: that's the uh, problem.
2: <laughs> it's Hardaway. He's back. He wasn't there at the nah, end of the Him
3: and, him and Dinwiddie? They may have had nine Christian, points.
2: And Christian
5: Woods. Woods. Woods their guy. They have a weird got a roster. Little something. Yeah, roster,
3: it's like a bunch of shooters and, you know. Luka, I mean, which is like you know, I mean, you gotta, you know, this is to be honest. The Mavericks roster is the roster LeBron needs. That's a (laughs) they need a switch roster. Yeah, there you go. Like, like LeBron has to have like Dorian, you know, not not Dorian, but uh, Reggie Bullock. You know, I'm saying he's got to have dudes like that. He does not have that. Russell Westbrook was over 11 last night. Yeah, the Lakers team
2: is so hard. That's where I was. I was going since Mm. you mentioned LeBron. That's been a that's been the hot mess. I think a lot of us thought was going to be. Is there any improving it without nah. trading Russell Westbrook to Indiana? It Seems like that's the one that You
5: can't trade Russell Westbrook and make that t- You can't you're not getting anything good back from him. I mean, I guess it you would can. Be, it would be better gotta, than what
2: you have with him. If you're whatever gonna, it is, but to
5: get rid of him, you got to trade like two future first round draft yeah, picks. Yeah,
2: that's what they haven't wanted to give which up. Be the
5: most ridiculous thing but in the they world. They got to. Do.
2: They're in a corner.
5: I mean, oh, you ain't got to do that, measure. Man, man LeBron like, has got a gun. There's to their no head way in basically. the crap I'm going to trade future first round draft picks just to be like some average team in the West. Right, like, it. Lebron
3: got the gun. But to those you got to believe that if you just have an average roster with Lebron, he can make something out of it. You year long? You think Lebron's going to do this I'll tell you what's going
5: to happen. Lebron going to get up out of there. Like Lebron is not gonna die, die like he's not gonna finish he's not gonna have I've his final that, years but, being on crap teams like, But he he's gonna get up out of there.
2: I've sure. said that but he can't do it right now because you you locked up yeah, in there right which now. Which
5: is so wild. I, when he signed that contract I was like Me I don't too. Know what too. doing LeBron.
2: It's so bad. I dude. don't know.
5: I and don't care about these bums. They teams, have
2: one man. move is Trey Westbrook. You're right. They're gonna have to take whatever they can get, gonna have to give up the two first rounders. Right. But it has to be better than what they yeah, got right really Just they're to a hot get rid of
5: Westbrook. Like you you may get like a Buddy heel to somebody a Miles Turner but I don't see the Pacers giving you all that, for even for those two future first rounds. I don't know. What happened to The Lakers to do, are terrible, man. What
2: happened to Westbrook?
5: Man? Who? He just got old, man. Like I talked about on Twitter, he he didn't adjust his game. That he, style of game. He was but, one of the more yeah. athletic players in the history of the NBA. And he just leaned on that, and he never worked his on his game. His relentlessness
2: and athleticism. He, he, didn't, and he, never, he
5: didn't put in the work to, you know, solidify his mid-range game. He didn't do, do work to work in his three-point game. He didn't work on his basketball IQ. He just was like, I'm just going to be – Stronger and faster than everybody, and that's gone. That's not there anymore. Like, he just can't do it. And I'm telling you, it goes in the blink of an eye. You know what I mean? It can be gone just like that. And that's why I love to see what Josh's doing constantly in the lab, constantly in the gym, trying to increase his game outside Mm -hmm. of his athleticism. He's not quite there yet because Jai still leans heavily on his athleticism. But I think that as his, as his game goes on, I think that he's the type of player that will adjust his game. But we've seen it happen to everybody, man. But with Russell Westbrook, it's been such a fall off because there's nothing else there. Like after he's after that, and we see the athleticism is gone. There's nothing else. So we're just seeing this disgusting form of basketball that's left.
3: Well, over. Well, and I think what like people will always like try to make the comparison to Ja. Like, oh, this is what Ja, you know, this is what he may be. Mm-hmm. But I think Ja is craftier. As a playmaker yeah. than Russell Westbrook, and he's not is. a chucker.
5: He's even that right now. Like John's not out there just like taking bad threes, like and saying stuff like Westbrook would say about it. Like he's,
3: yeah, John understands that. I think I think John's a limits. better facilitator than like, than Russ, oh, and, and yeah. has been for a while. Yeah, like he'll and find knows ways how to change right. speeds exactly. and let off the gas
2: and right. all that just just John
5: makes a pass like seeking a better play, like Westbrook se- seeks the pass looking for an assist, looking for the stat. You know,
2: how much is he a part of development? You know, we, we've been talking about how, much, how well the front office drafts, uh, coaching staff develops, and, you, and it is. It goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But when you got to your point, when you got a guy like John ja in the locker room, right, Whether he, if he believes in you, you know what I'm saying? You're not, mm-hmm. you're, you don't want to let a superstar down. We've talked about like with Jordan or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Like he almost, his presence right. is a part of the development of all these guys. I
5: think it's huge. Um, I asked him during one of the preseason games. No, I'm sorry. This is like during uh, practice. I asked him, I said, are there any guys in camp <clears throat> that have surprised you? And he said, no, because I've been doing homework on these guys ever since draft night. Like, I know everybody's game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you got a guy who puts that type of homework in, watching YouTube clips to, or whatever, getting his hand on whatever he has to get on, just to get a better understanding of his guys, knowing their spots, knowing knowing where they like to be, knowing how they like to cut. When he's done that type of homework, that's the that's the extra edge that makes – you know, Santi Aldama's season easier when he slides mm-hmm. to the starting lineup. Makes it easier for a Jake LaRavia. Makes it easier for um, a David Roddy or whatever. So, um, John's an incredible player, man, and I hope the city really understands
3: uh,
5: the, 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 the blessing and the privilege that we have to have a player of that ilk to be on this roster.
3: Yeah, there's no question about that. Um, in, in terms of Dylan, in terms of, you know, what he has done the preseason when he'll be back, mm-hmm. like, what do you? How would you assess that situation? Just from a big picture standpoint, with where he is.
5: Um, the longer he's gone, the worse off it could be for him, as far as his time here, because there's already a narrative that we're better without dealing in some instances or whatever. And when you got John Conchar starting in small forward and mm-hmm. if you're winning games like that, come on, man. The narrative has to end at that point. I mean, you know what I mean? Because when it, when it was when it was Zaire out there, you were like, okay. Yeah, Zaire is good, whatever, but, you know, we, you know, we want Dylan back. But if you're, if you're winning and John you your starting small forward, you might have to start looking at how, how uh, valuable or not valuable Dylan, Dylan Brooks is to this team. I've said this on Twitter, and I've said it, like, in Twitter spaces or wherever I've been, that um, I think it's pretty much inevitable that Dylan is traded, not because he's not a great player, not because he hasn't been great to this team, but the money that he's going to get in the open market this mm-hmm. summer, I don't think the Grizzlies even want to play that game with him. And I think that they're probably gonna move him at the deadline. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's moved and all we get back is draft pick compensation. Um I don't think we'll get right I don't think we'll get a Dylan Brooks contract back. I think it'll be something where we just get draft compensation or a guy that we end up cutting. Um
2: opens up the door too for Zaire, like you mentioned. Yeah.
5: And it and it, it screams LA. LA screams the team that might come after a guy like Dylan Brooks. Um in a trade, I could just, I could just smell it. He, he's a guy that I, just seems like a LeBron type guy. They have got those two future first round picks, and I would love to get a hand on one of those. Um, but we'll see, man. But it, it does really feel like this is the, because it's not that Dylan's particularly bad. Because there are people like, oh, Dylan's killing us. Like, okay, Bain was killing us the other night. We're not about to trade Desmond Bain. But and, and, but the thing with Dylan is, it just doesn't. Seems like he's, what he's good at doesn't really fit into what the Grizzlies are doing. It's kind of like if I'm a pizza place, and this guy says, like, "Hey man, I can make an amazing burger." Okay, that's cool, but we just kind of do pizza, bro. You know what I mean? You, you, that's you, what Dylan is. He's right. a he's a really good burger at a pizza place. I like, am not coming here for that.
2: So that's a lot of defense, though. Yeah, he's on that perimeter. Don't seem like you want to roll with that. That he's the but he, he is though. He, he, brings, brings, he's on the he brings he, he brings an an attitude. attitude in. Yeah. yeah, and he's sort of the front of it. But you know what I'm
5: saying? I put that out on Twitter too. And I just kind of asked the question: How much value is that? Like, how huh? do you, how much do you value? Do you think that? There's value in it.
3: Well, we'll find out.
5: Yeah, we'll see soon. <laughs> Very soon. I don't think Dylan's gonna be here. I think it's just a matter of time before he's dealt.
2: So, uh, what about the other LA team we we saw on display last night and that they're bringing Kawhi off the bench? Everything else, where do you think they're at by the time this thing's all um, said and done? The
5: Clippers. I like what they're doing. I'm I'm rooting for John Wall. I really like him. I I really like seeing him come back. Me it's too. weird how they're talking about like he they're talking like he was injured. No man, like Houston just wouldn't play that dude last year. Like he was fine. He could have played last year. They're talking like he was dead for the last two years, but. uh that whole thing is strange, but I'm happy for him. Uh, I think Kawhi is going to be okay. Um, that team's going to be good. If, if healthy, they're the better team in the West. We've been saying that for three years. Uh, they're one of the best teams in the league if they're healthy. So it, it ultimately is going to come down to that for sure. But I think they're good. I would love to see us, how we match up against them once everything gets rolling. Mm-hmm. We kind of get some guys back. But uh, I think they're going to be good. What about in the East based on what we've seen so far? Hey,
2: are you um, down at all on Philly based on what we've seen the first two games? Their bench has been uh, nothing.
5: They've played, they played some good teams so far. Um, I'm down Boston, on them, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I'm down yeah. on but Philly. B- saying,
2: they got no bench. It's just yeah. the end, and he's barely doing anything right now. Yeah.
5: Their, their you bench look at the rest is, of it, it's pretty weak. Their bench is looking pretty terrible. Um, man, man I, back I, back I, back, I, I
3: will say, know. Anthony Melton, like, gave him a spark, man, that's in what the second he quarter. He's going to do this for sure. You know what I'm saying? He of
2: their 13 bench points, so yeah. he's better than he was yeah. game one.
3: Yeah. So he's going to do this for- Bro, their problem is Doc Rivers. That's their problem. And Joe Embiid. that's an issue now. Drill Embiid is like and its second game of the season, so whatever, but like they, they made their run that game last night with him with his ass on the bench. I don't I don't
5: understand. Like Philadelphia's one of the teams those teams who, like, if you notice, the better teams in the league are the deeper teams. It's like a couple stars, role players, good defensive guys, guys who are switchable, guys that can knock down threes. But there's still these organizations that try to build these nineties super teams. No doubt. And that stuff just don't work no more, man. It doesn't. Yeah, it just it doesn't.
3: It just um work. yeah, like I I feel like there's not as much of a like Joel Embiid is just not a consistent enough outside shooter, like, he relies mm-hmm. too damn much on those calls, bro. Right? How Harden was amazing last man. night, Harden Harden's was, back, man. Bro, Harden was cooking last night. I, to, I told, I've expected big things from yeah. him this year. I mean, he met the he met, the, I was very impressed. Like, I thought, oh man, it's like Houston James Harden that mm-hmm. we're seeing here, you know, but yeah, he's back. You know, Joel B just, you know, he settles for these pull-ups, you know, on the elbow, and then if he doesn't get the – you know, he's falling every time, then he doesn't get back on defense. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's right. a problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And plus he's an aging big, he's slow. deanthony will
5: save him. Ask Q Paris, he'll, he'll save
3: him. I, I, I was not a De'Anthony Melton <laughs> guy here. I do think he helps them. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm down on Philly right enough. now. It ain't enough.
2: What about, uh, what about Bronny, man? You think you can get him in college?
3: Man, I
5: think he's coming to Memphis, man. I I think I said that on here a few months ago. I think he's coming here, bro. When Leon Taylor say he's coming to Memphis, whatever Leon say, that's what I'm going to say. And Leon ain't said he's coming here, but I think the kid's coming here. It's just too much. It's just too much pointing this way, man. I'm down for
3: it. I wouldn't do it if I was was Penny. I wouldn't do it. If I was LeBron, I wouldn't do it. Right. Because, like, would you want to send your son to play for somebody that you idolized? Yeah. You would? I
5: would trust him over whoever.
3: Okay, there's they, no coaching college okay. basketball.
5: I would okay. trust my kid with more than fair that, enough. If I'm
3: LeBron, but what if it goes badly?
5: If it go bad, it's it's Memphis, and it's like it's not like you send them to Duke or something. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> okay. We ain't Duke, bro. I mean, what are we <laughs> so did I say something out of turn? Say... Like, what are we
2: talking about? You have to be well, careful what, what if it goes bad because he's not. He doesn't come in here as a top ten. Yeah. Can't miss.
3: Yeah, I mean, prospect, you
5: know I don't think yeah, it's, don't it's still much, kid though. I don't think it's much expectation. I mean, Jordan's kids were just regular dudes. Like,
3: yeah, but there are there are higher expectations for him than there were for Jordan's kids. Oh no, he was he's ranked higher, so he is going to have mm. higher expectations. You know your your charge is going to be making sure he gets the NBA, and if he doesn't, they're going to say what happened at Memphis. I mean, that's just the truth. You know, like, do it, you foresee a better season for them, real quick? before oh, yeah. than last
5: year. Yeah, this will be Penny's and, best. This will be Penny's best team having a really good point guard. The point guard matter. different because you remember when um what's the kid's name? Jeremiah Martin was here. Yeah, that team was trash, but they were good. Like if that makes sense. But
2: no, it yeah. doesn't make sense.
5: <laughs> but it was it was Jeremiah Martin and a bunch of like. Dudes, that should have been like a Southwest Community College No, they're,
2: Jeremiah was good That's what it was. That's that what I'm year. saying. Yeah, you, yeah you, when you're lead guard, the team, guard, was, the team was, not good, was not good But
5: they good. Were, they were better than they would have been if Jeremiah Martin went there. Bro. 100%. Oh, yeah, because he that was a revelation. Rubbish. That team scored yeah. like 40, if you, if, twice. If your lead guard is that good, in case you point the Grizzlies, you're you're going to you're only going
3: to be so bad, bro. But that team was not fun to watch outside of Jeremiah. He was dropping 40, was going 50. Yeah, exactly. It was like the Bluff City classic with Jeremiah Martin every damn night, which is fine. Yeah. You know, he, I, I salute Jeremiah. No this is going to be a
5: big year for Penny, though.
3: By the way, the uh, CBS has Kendrick Davis as a second-team All-American, but they used Alo's picture oh, man. in the graphic. man.
2: Um, we, man. <laughs> I didn't even know. That's
5: terrible. They kind of look alike, though. Man,
2: stop. They don't look alike. Hey, shout-out to the uh, shout bro.
5: Out to the Western though, no, bro? The, uh The – the, uh, the black party they had, man. You went? No, I ain't go to that. Come on. Why you saying shout-out? No, Why you saying shout-out? Because it sound out, better though. than whatever they've been doing the last few years at, at Memphis Madness. For oh, sure. no. That was an embarrassment. You know, if I had to see Willie Kemp in the layup contest one more year, I was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, but that, was, that did it for me, man. Like, when I saw I last year, did it for but me. I don't know not if better. this was— it's a better concept, was better. Of,
3: man. No, it was, you, you just didn't have to see it. So it was, you know, you didn't even go, man. Yeah, it like it was like
5: like it was like 50 people down there. It it was. Was. They said it was raining too or <laughs> Bro,
3: they yeah, it was. Kind it, of, yeah.
5: Anyway. It was oh, like man. the it
3: was like the media.
5: That's who was why down, you, down why there. Why didn't you tell your people to come, I think they were kind of afraid of of being in the U of M area, man. I, right. I don't. Where was it? Your people it let, on us, let, let us oh, it was down. Was on man. campus. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, look, I don't. The think. The inner
5: city and the college kids were there, man. But they like,
3: were. I, I, you know, it's a tough sell, though. <laughs> it's a tough sell, man. First of all, I was in.
5: They should have called it something else, man. When they called it block party, I think they expected it to be too, you know, brewish.
3: Yeah. Bro-ish. I, I hear you. You know, I mean, <laughs> you could have, you know, maybe a little bit from front. You have
5: folks watching
2: their SEC football, it so bells, too, that day.
3: Yeah, you could have called it, like, a get-together. Yeah. You, know, get-together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Memphis basketball get-together. Call it the
2: – yeah, yeah. I'm Community
5: yeah. uh shindig. They, they say, were going
2: to yeah. call it the there family you reunion thing, yeah, no, but they, even they worse. changed it. Call it even worse, don't call it man. the barbecue Yeah, don't
5: call it barbecue. It's
3: certain If you would have called it a shindig, that thing would have been overrun with the whites. Yeah, No question about that. Call it a festival Tiger yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's right. There you festival. go. <laughs> the tiger There's food there trucks, go. everybody.
5: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go.
3: Basketball <laughs> Fest. Yeah, there you go. No, mm-hmm. I don't know. If you call something a fest. But y'all let us
5: down, though, man. Y'all y'all ain't members like y'all say y'all are, man. For
3: real. Look, bro, I, I can't uh, speak for an entire race of people, you know. He's I can't. Like Penny, we were with
5: you, but it sounds well, too. There, hey,
3: there is, a te- there is a limit to the loyalty. We know that, yeah. don't we?
5: Sounds a little bit too... I, I forgot this. We ain't on a podcast. I can't really go. <laughs> how I wanna go.
3: Yeah, they had like uh, they had like who? They had like a bunch of Memphis rappers there, right? It was. So that's the thing. It's like they still were trying to do Memphis madness, bro. It's like what? But outside, <laughs> right? He did it outside. It's just Memphis madness outside well, with no day. basketball. And no right. Yeah, so I'm like, what are y'all doing?
5: They. Bro, I, I have a – I don't know how much time I got left. I'm going to give you all a simple – my solution to We really have nothing yeah, but we're time. We're open, bro. We're right not at now. the all end right. of the show. I'm going to give you all – that's right. I'm coming in at a different time today. I'm going to give you all my simple Anthony Sainz solution to Memphis Madness. Okay. If I'm talking out of turn, tell me, tell me where I go wrong. This is what I envision. You have an opening musical act that comes out, opens up the show. And then you do your player introductions like you always do, which are always a hit. You, you do the ladies, men, however you want to do, a mix men, alternate, have, just do a segment with this player introduction. With you so far? Then you have another musical act that's a transition.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better